Welcome to the Gifted to Give podcast. I am Brother Gian. If you're new to podcasting, you're in the right place. I can't wait to share to all of you how wonderful God is as we celebrate the 500 years of Christianity in the Philippines. Good day, listeners. We have once again Monsignor Achilles Dakai as he will preach and teach to us the good news of the gospel for this Sunday, May 16, 2021. We have a great number of listeners, downloads, and interactions. We at Gifted to Give Podcast would like to thank everyone for their support. We have a very special episode for this Sunday because it is the birthday of our very beloved Monsignor Achilles Dakai. Happy birthday, Mons! And now, without further ado, please join us in welcoming Monsignor Achilles Dakai. Good morning. Good morning to all of you. A very good Friday morning, the second Friday of May, the 14th day of May. So I thank you, all of you, your families, relatives, and friends, for your greetings and best wishes for this Bible student forever. Senior Achilles Dakai. Thank you very much to all of you. And uh, it's a hot Friday morning, but still a very happy Friday morning. So, before anything else, thank you very much for all your greetings that you have texted or called me by phone. I thank you for your prayers. A gift of life is something we just have to bend our knees on and thank God for the days, the weeks, the months, and the years. 86 years gone by, and now I'm looking forward to 87, 88, 89, 90, I hope. Anyway, thank you very much. So we are here again, most welcome. Our birthday does not uh, prevent us from this Bible study online, because this is my best birthday gift to you. Today, Friday, we look forward to Sunday. May 16, which happens to be the great feast of the ascension of our Lord, practically the end of Easter season. The ascension of the Lord is uh, certified and testified by Matthew, Mark, Luke, the synoptics. So we look forward to Sunday and therefore since in the Philippines the Feast of the Ascension which used to be celebrated on a Thursday before the seventh Sunday of Easter now it has been transferred to the seventh seventh Sunday of Easter so that's now our celebration and so, since only in the Philippines this is observed on a Sunday, 
the gospel is that of the ascension, not that of the seventh Sunday after Easter. So here we are on the seventh Sunday of Easter, but the readings are those of the ascension. This year, cycle B, we have the gospel according to St. Mark chapter 16, 15 to 20. So before anything else, let us pray. Heavenly Father, send your Holy Spirit upon all of us that we may read your word with faith. Reflect on it with hope and uh, realize it with love. Following the example of your son, Jesus Christ, from whom we find uh, freedom, fulfillment, and the future with you forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, here we are on this May 14, 2021, which happens to be a very good Friday morning. And I hope to be happy, not just on this day, but all the rest of my days. So I repeat, the Gospel that we are trying to study today for Sunday is taken from St. Mark. And so I now ask our dear lector, Gillian, to read for us as we open our own Bible copies to read the last, the last chapter and the last verses of Mark. So take it away. Jesus said to his disciples, Go into the whole world and proclaim the gospel to every creature. Whoever believes and is baptized will be saved. Whoever does not believe will be condemned. These signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak new languages. They will pick up serpents with their hands. And if they drink any deadly thing, it will not harm them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So then the Lord Jesus, after he spoke to them, was taken up into heaven and took his feet at the right hand of God. But they went forth and preached to Jesus, while the Lord worked with them and confirmed the words through accompanying signs. So thank you very much, Tillian. That is the Gospel. Actually, I repeat, on the last chapters of the Gospel according to Matthew, Mark, Luke, the feast day and the truth of the Ascension is talked about but not so well described. You see, if you read very well the Gospel according to the synoptics, 
the word they use for ascension is taken up. Taken up to heaven. Taken up. Saint Luke in his Acts of the Apostles uses the word lifted up. Lifted up. Our Lord himself in chapter 3 of St. John says just as Moses was lifted up, just as Moses lifted a bronze snake on a pole in the desert, so shall the Son of Man be lifted up, so that those who believe in him will have eternal life. Lifted up. Then in chapter 12 of the same Gospel according to St. John, Jesus himself made it clear and loud when I shall be lifted up, I shall draw, not draw, not drive, but draw, invite everyone to come to myself. Here you have two words taken up, lifted up. In the Apostles' Creed, as well as in the Nicene Creed, we use the word ascended. We believe in the one Lord Jesus Christ who was uh, who suffered death and then was buried and rose again on the third day and ascended into heaven. When we recite the Holy Rosary every Saturday and Sunday, we are advised to meditate on the second glorious mystery, the ascension of our Lord Christ. We have already believed this for a long, long time. We do not need any proof. Jesus has ascended. We believe that. That's why this time, I'd like to sound different. I'd like to make some difference in the sense that I won't talk much about the ascension, but about how Jesus himself was lifted up from the very beginning of his existence on earth as Jesus. Look, Jesus was lifted up, taken up. He ascended from the womb of the Blessed Virgin Mary into the manger in Bethlehem. In Bethlehem, he was lifted up to Egypt. From Egypt, he was lifted up, taken up, ascended to Nazareth. There he lived for 30 years. Out of the silence and solitude of 30 years, he was taken up, he was lifted up, he ascended to his public life and ministry. So for three years and a half, he was on that state. If we look forward to today, he was finally lifted up on the cross. He was taken up 
lifted up and ascended on the cross, and from there he drove. He did not trap, he did not drive, he drew the good thief, if you remember. The good thief was drawn by Jesus, who the good thief simply asked for, remember me, Jesus, when you are a king. And the good Jesus replied by saying, today, today you shall be with me in paradise. That's how Jesus himself was lifted up. This was before he died. And so when he died, he was buried. Again, he was lifted up to a resurrection. And from resurrected state, for 40 days we are told, now we have the ascension to heaven where he is sitting at the right hand of God. So you see, I'd like to believe that the ascension of Jesus was not one, one step immediately. He ascended step by step. Because that is also how he made people ascend. He made people lifted up. For example, he lifted up the mother-in-law of Peter, who was sick down with fever. He lifted her up. And what's nice about it, that once she was up, she served all of them. Jesus lifted up so many people. Let's take the case of uh, Thomas the Apostle. From unbelieving Thomas, because he said, unless I touch the nail marks on his hands and the wound on his side, I won't believe. Jesus lifted him up from that unbelief to a believing Thomas who said, my Lord and my God. Jesus lifted up. He took up Zacchaeus, who was a rich man because he was a chief tax collector, but he was a great sinner. Jesus lifted him up from that state of sinfulness. He said, Zacchaeus, come down because I'm going up to your house. And there in the house, with his mere presence, Jesus brought salvation to the whole household. There are several cases of Jesus lifting up, taking up, making people ascend from this state to another. So, in other words, I believe that for us, Ascension is his call to conversion. Conversion is like sanctification. Sanctification is our salvation, but step by step. He lifted up, for example, that Samaritan woman at Jacob's well. He lifted her up so much that when she came to know who Jesus was, 
she forgot her picture at the well and she ran home, evangelized and evangelized her. Jesus made people ascend from one state to another. Jesus was calling people to convert from bad to good, from good to better, from better to best. Ascension, by the way, is like elevator. Do you know that in Spanish, the English word elevator is ascensor. Ascensor meaning ascending. You know, I learned later on that the elevator as ascensor should only be used by those who want to go up. Those who want to go down should use the staircase because the elevator should always be going up, ascensor. So, for your good health, they say, instead of going down on an elevator, take the staircase, etc. Anyway, so this is what I write to point out that in the Bible, we can see that with Jesus himself ascending from the very conception in the womb of the Virgin Mary to his going up, taken up, lifted up to heaven is also our lesson for us, our lesson for all of us that in this life we have to keep on ascending. We have to keep on being taken up from one state to another, from one step to another, from one floor to another. That's how elevator takes you up, floor by floor. So we should really be happy. A birthday for me is a great occasion to look not back, but to look forward to go up. How therefore am I ascending after 86 years? How have I been taken up? How have I been lifted up? It's not easy. It's not easy to say because only God knows who we really are. So on this day, on this Sunday, especially seventh Sunday of Easter, let us instead, instead, for a change, for a difference, look at ourselves and see how we have ascended through the years. Let's see how have we've been taken up, lifted up. You know, St. Paul has a very wonderful idea. He said, our living a Christian life is like running a race. When you run a race, Paul says, you are bound to fall, you are bound to stumble. But then he said, get up, be taken up, be lifted up, ascend, rise whenever you fall. Get up wherever you stumble. That's life. Our life is, yes, rising and falling, 
stumbling and kicking up. We should not therefore be discouraged if somehow we have remained fallen or stumbled. This is the lesson and I hope you yourselves within the house as domestic church or within the parish as parochial church you yourself would know how how we have been lifting up ourselves how we have been taking up ourselves how we have been ascending to be good and to do good more and more our life should be an elevator our life should be an ascensor we should not stop but go on whenever we fall we stumble we rise up and get up etc so this is one idea that I would like to point out instead of meditating just on the ascension of our Lord let us also try to contemplate how we have been especially we who celebrate our birthdays how we have been ascending lifted up taken up from one state of affairs to another from this to that this is a very good reminder for all of us as long as we have this gift of life as long as we are gifted with more time to live we should be thankful we should be thankful that we still can go up step up get up rise to a better situation especially during these days of the COVID-19 and all the vaccinations one two three I don't know how many times but what we need is hope hope Humility enough to obey God's will and uh, patience enough to endure all the pains that we have to endure. Suffering is, of course, part of our Christian living. So here I pause for some of your reflections and some of your questions in order to clarify what we may have stated in confusion. From Chelsea Kukalion, good morning, Monsignor, and happy birthday. My question is, how come you are talking about our Asuncion 
and not about feast of the Lord's Ascension. As I have just said, enough has been written, enough has been spoken about the Ascension of our Lord. You know, I have been writing for the Lord Soranon maybe the past 45 years. Every year, A, B, or C, when it's Ascension Day, I talked about it. Many have spoken about the Ascension because it's also the World Communications Day. And so they have also spoken about that. In my, in my book, which I will give to all of you if you want to drop by today. <laughs> in my book, I have three homilies on the ascension of our Lord, according to Matthew, according to Luke, according to Mark. I said to myself, enough is enough has been said about the ascension of our Lord. So it's about time to make a difference that we talk about our ascension, our being taken up, our being lifted up, our being ascending. That is our spiritual journey, by the way. That's how we should go up. And so that's why, that's why I did not say much about the ascension of our Lord per se. Because I presume you already heard a lot about what Jesus left behind before he ascended to heaven. His last will and testament, his mission, his ministry, and his message that he has entrusted to the church. That I presume you already are familiar with. But what we may not be now familiar with is how we are being taken up from birth to death, how we are lifted up through the years, and how we are ascending. So you see, that is the reason why I know some people may have expected me to talk about the ascension, but I repeat, I'll give you my book to each of you, to all of you, that you may read my three homilies already on the ascension of the Lord. Another question. Greetings from Ruby. Happy birthday to you from Gauter. Happy birthday, Monsignor Dakai from Julian. Thank you, Monsignor, for being with us on this on this year's special day. My question is at your age, Monsignor, please praise the Lord. You are still very much alive and active. Tell us some of your secrets. <laughs> I have no secrets. There are no secrets among friends. I have already told you about the principles to which I have subscribed through the years. I have told you already that one secret of mine, which I now tell you, or I have been telling you, is to believe that 365 days of the year come to us one day at a time. One day at a time. 
Therefore, my motto has always been Carpe Diem. Seize the day. 24 hours of the day. Make the best of it. That is one principle that I have always subscribed to. Another one is follow the Christian order of priorities. God before any man, faith above reason, and spirit over matter. Other principles like to serve without expecting a return. I told you this before. I learned this lesson from tennis. In tennis, we say that life is like a game of tennis. He who serves well seldom loses. And who serves well, he who serves an ace. And who serves an ace, he who serves without expecting a return. That has been my guiding principle in my priestly life and in my pastoral ministry. So here you have some secrets that are not secrets anymore because we are all friends. And to be friend, remember what the great Comte, the French philosopher said, don't walk before me, I may not follow. Don't walk behind me, I may not lead. Just walk beside me and be my friend. That's how we should be. That's how we should be look, walking side by side as friends. Another question. From Lila. Happy birthday to you. Thank you. From Rakite. Happy birthday, Monsi. We miss you, Grace and Barbie. From Maxi, happy birthday, Mons. Happy, happy birthday. From Mamrubi, may God bless you with more and more years of priestly life and pastoral ministry. My question is, how do we know that we are ascending and are being saved? Very good question. I told you already. Only God knows how we are. But it has been said, it is difficult to see the picture when you are inside the frame. So we should let others look at us from inside out, from outside in. That's why we need a confidant. We need a friend. We need a confessor to tell us how are we. That's why at the confessional box, when you confess, you must detail, you must say it in details, your state of life, so that the confessor would know how really you are. You're still on the second floor of the elevator or on the fourth floor of the elevator. Let others tell you who you are. That's what Jesus said. At, in the Caesarea Philippi, he asked his apostles, who do people say that I am? When they said, you are in Jeremiah, you are Elijah, etc. Jesus was not disturbed by that answer. He went on to say about you, my apostles, who do you say I am? Then Peter said, you are the Messiah. And Jesus said, do not tell this to anyone yet because that is 
correct, but it is not complete. So once he completed it by saying that I'm going to save people from their sins through suffering, so that's when Peter himself was taken up, was lifted up. He ascended from unbelief to belief. We should know at Mass, for example, at Mass, when we attend Mass, we should faithfully, I confess, everyone, that I have greatly sinned. We should acknowledge our sinfulness. And that's why at Mass, we are given the opportunity to exercise, to examine our consciences. We may not be able to say it ourselves, but we should let others, I repeat, look at us from inside out and from outside in. From Jingle, happy birthday, Monsi, is still looking great. From Amelita, happy birthday, Mons. Thanks for sharing your time with us and helping us strengthen our faith. Well, uh, I, I cannot deprive you of this because this is the gift that I'm trying to give you on my birthday. From Pearl, happy birthday, Monsignor. From Cyril, happy birthday to you. God bless. From Lin happy birthday, Mons. May God bless you more beyond measure. Thank you for sharing your, gui your guiding principle in life. From, from Grace, happy birthday, Monsignor. Thank you for the Bible study full of lessons to take. From Jennifer, happiest birthday ever, Mons. Thank you for the for the gift of yourself to us. God bless you more. God, good health and more years to teach us in your Bible study. From Sarah Abadia, Monsi, it has been about 15 years since the first time you joined your Bible study. From Abolo to Talamban, you might not have been present always, but you were you welcome us back always with an open arms. My pa coffee pa jud. That's why I thank you for all your prayers, for all your support through your prayers. A good example. As long as I can think, as long as I can talk, as long as I can type, I'll go on with this apostolate of the Bible. We want you to know that we are a sand. Wait, wait. Where's that one? Yeah. We want you to know that we are a sand in our life's journey. Your words and guidance has made me and James stronger our faith to the Lord. Thank you and happiest birthday. Remember, huh? Saint Paul. Saint Paul, the former Saul, a great man, a Pharisee, an active aggressor. He was persecuting the early Christians. 
But Jesus appeared to him on the way to Damascus, and he fell, or Saul fell off his horse and became blind. Do you think he was converted on the very hour that he fell off his horse? No. It took him three years, three years to be instructed, to be formed a Christian. So don't let us be in a hurry. Let us little by little, step by step, floor by floor, be elevated, be taken up, be lifted up, be ascending until God would say, hanggang dito ka na lang, maraming salamat po. Then, the end. From Mons, happy birthday Mons. Thank you for doing the Bible study virtually. You embrace technology for evangelization. You have ascended indeed and bring us all to Jesus. From, from Russia, may you have more productive and fruitful years ahead, Mons. My question is, sometimes in this time of pandemic, we cannot help but think that this is God's way of forging us. If the Bible says our Lord is not a vindictive and angry God, how come he allows these very depressing times to happen? Okay, we have spoken about this issue, the evil in the world. Why is there evil in the world which God has created? Let's go back straight to Adam and Eve. Why did he allow Adam and Eve to commit sin? Because Adam and Eve were given the freedom to use, misuse, and abuse. And the moment they abused and misused their freedom, the God who created them could not at all prevent it. He just allowed it because he knew that he had the power to draw good our salvation, our sanctification through Jesus Christ. He knew, God knew, that out of the sin of Adam and Eve, he could send us a savior. That's why the sin of Adam and Eve has been called a Felix culpa, a happy fault. The thanks to the fault of Adam and Eve, we have a Christmas. We have the church. We have, we have Jesus Christ. We should be happy. That's why now we may be sad because of what COVID-19 has been afflicting us with, but we can be hopeful as long as we're humble enough to obey God's will, which could be only permissive. God permits, allows all this to happen because he has the power to draw good out of it. We shall have to wait. Patience, again, patience, the ability and the art to wait for the right time to do the right thing for in the right way.
From counter, greetings, Monsignor Tendes na lang para sa Roland Carlos Tennis. From Malo, happy birthday, Monsignor. Thank you for being our family friend and spiritual advisor. God bless you with more happy birthday to come. Thank you very much. It's true. We just have to walk side by side as friends and uh, tell each other some, some secrets which will not be secrets anymore if you tell them to your friends. So the more friends you have, the better for you. How can you value, how can you measure the value of a great man? That's the question that has been asked. Meaning, how do you think you have been taken up, lifted up? Now the word is leveling up. You are leveling up. You are developed. You have become greater. Ascenso. That's why in Cebuano the word ascenso is precisely promoted, better, improved. Ascenso. That's strange. But that's what ascenso is, elevator in Spanish. Try to make your reflections on this matter. Try to ask yourself questions or try to let others answer your questions. Remember the puzzle of those nine dots, nine dots that you have to connect with four straight lines, continuous, because you have to go up to pray to God and you have to go down to make friends. So thank God and thank your friends for solving your life's problems. From Josephine Paxson, a blessed birthday, Monsignor. Thank you for bringing us joy happiness and inspiration to our lives by your homilies, by both studies and in our DPC family gatherings. Stay healthy and safe. God bless always. We love you. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. That's all we have to do. Day after day, carpe diem, cease the hours of the day, one hour after hour then don't try to grab all the days of the year now. Seize the day. Carpe diem. That should be enough. The, the yesterday is gone. It's past. It's not ours anymore. Tomorrow is not yet. It's not yet ours. What you have is the present. 
So make good of the present 24 hours, one hour after hour, and be happy. So thank you all of you who have greeted me and wished me well. Continue to pray for me so that we could be walking together as friends. So here I pause for final blessing. Spirit. May the Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you again. Thank you very much. And see you again next time. Wow, that was an amazing talk given by Monsignor Achilles Dakai. We are so grateful for the Lord for sending Monsignor Dakai to share God's Word to all of us. We would like to thank again Monsignor Achilles Dakai and also to our heartfelt gratitude goes to all of you who joined, interacted, and asked a question for Monsignor Dakai. Hear more from Monsignor Dakai again next weekend. This is once again the Gifted to Give podcast for your ears only. I am Brother Guillen signing off. Have a blessed Sunday to all, and to God be the glory. And a very happy Easter to all. You have just listened to the Gifted to Give podcast with your host, Brother Guian, Brother John, and Father Jojo. Catch our next episode. This episode of the Gifted to Give podcast was brought to you by our sponsors. Thank you for tuning in. If you enjoyed today's show, head over to our Facebook page at 500 Years of Christianity, Archdiocese of Cebu. If you love the Gifted to Give podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review everywhere you listen to your podcast. Till next time.